0: Welcome to another episode on rising above shadows of abuse, Raza. I'm your host, Grace Oppen. This is where we talk about everything and anything relating to abuse and mental health. Today's episode centers around world news and abuse. The first news reel is from Sky News, 16th of November, 2023. By Seba Jackson, Metropolitan Police Officer Sacked for Sexual Activity with Underage Runaway Child. A Metropolitan Police Officer has been dismissed for gross misconduct after sexual activity with an underage runaway child who was reported missing. The officer named A exploited and abused the child after making contact with them on social media. And arranging to meet them on 16th of August, 2019, a misconduct hearing was told. They engaged in sexual activity with the child on several occasions between 16th to 27th of August, and allowed them to stay on the 26th of August without informing police or social services. The following day, 27th of August, Officer A asked the child to attend Rumford Police Station in East London as a missing person but asked for them to keep their relationship secret. Officer A failed to make a formal police record that the missing child had been found, the hearing was told. An allegation of serious sexual assault was made against Officer A in September 2019, with a full criminal investigation then launched before the officer was suspended from duty and later arrested. However, The Crown Prosecution Service, after reviewing the evidence, decided the case did not meet the requirement for a criminal prosecution. The decision was challenged by the victim's right of review process, but was dismissed. Officers from the Metropolitan Police's Directorate of Professional Standards continued a misconduct investigation and decided there was a case to answer ahead of a full misconduct hearing. A misconduct panel found Officer A had breached Police standards of professional behavior regarding discreditable conduct, duties, and responsibilities, and honesty and integrity. The panel, led by an independent, legally qualified chair, determined the officer should be stacked without notice. Officer A has now been added to the barred list held by the College of Policing, meaning they cannot be employed by police, local policing bodies, the Independent Office for Police Conduct or Her Majesty's Inspectorate of Constabulary and Fire and Rescue Services. Officer A is deemed unfit to wear the uniform. Chief Superintendent Stuart Bell of the East Area Command Unit said, this officer betrayed their role as a police officer and their oath to uphold the law by exploiting and abusing a child who was below the age of consent. I want to make it clear there is absolutely no place for officers like this in the Met. We are determined to root out officers who are not fit to wear the uniform and serve the public. What are your views on this newsreel? Leave your comments at our email address, rising Above risingaboutshadowsofabuse, at gmail.com. Thank you. BBC News, 14th of November, 2023. A Blackburn man who posed as a taxi driver admits raping women, a man who posed as a taxi driver, has admitted raping women he picked up as they made their way home from nights out. Nazim, Asmal as lured his victims into his car before driving to remote locations and assaulting them. The 34-year-old of Blackburn appeared at Preston Crown Court, where he pleaded guilty for to four counts of rape and sexual assault. He was remanded into custody to be sentenced on the 13th of February, 2024. Lancashire police said the first rape happened on 3rd of October, 2021, after the victim was picked up by asthma in Preston city center. He drove for about 10 minutes, raped her in the car, and then dropped her off back in the city center. She flagged a member of the public down for help. The second rape happened on the 4th of March, When the victim got into a small fake taxi after a night out in Darwin. He drove her to a secluded area on the outskirts of the town where he assaulted her. Asma later called her twice in April and she recognized his voice as the man who had raped her but did not know his identity. She ended the call after he asked her if she wanted to do something police said. Asma raped his third victim, who he picked up in Darwin Town Centre. On the same evening, he made that phone call. Driving her towards Bolton in the opposite direction of her home, Asmo said, you don't want to pay for this taxi, do you? He stopped in a secluded area and raped her. He then dropped her off at her home. Detectives identified Asmo after his black Toyota Yaris was picked up on CCTV cameras. Detective Inspector Darren Iver. Said, Arsenal deliberately targeted his victims because of their vulnerable state and subjected them to serious sexual assault. He said his crimes were abhorrent, adding, My thoughts are very much with the victims who continue to be supported by specially trained officers. What are your thoughts on this particular newsreel? Kindly leave your comments on our email address, rising above shadows of abuse at gmail.com. Thank you. Fox News, November 19, 2023. Bradford Birds A self-proclaimed nanny who served as a male nanny from families in South California will spend the rest of his life behind bars for sexually assaulting 16 boys in his care, according to a release from the District Attorney's Office. Zach Matthew Antonio Zasiewski, 34, of Costa Mesa, was sentenced Friday to 705 years to life plus two years and eight months for the sexual assault and showing pornography to another young boy. He intended to sexually assault. Zach Zekowski filmed many of these sexual assaults, the district attorney's office said. The boy's ages ranged between two and 12 years old. The crimes were committed between 2014 and 2019. Laguna Beach Police arrested Zakseski on May 17, 2019, at a local airport after he deplaned an international flight. After criminal charges were filed, authorities appealed to the public for help in locating other potential victims. Video evidence and tips from the police helped investigators identify additional victims and file additional charges against Zakseski. Swesky. Zach Swesky had dubbed himself the original Sita body on the namesake website he helped create. The website offered to connect parents in Orange County with prospective caregivers. Zach Swesky characterized himself as a Manny who offered mentorships, big brother relationships, and overnight and vacation babysitting. He also specified that he was skilled with children with special needs and behavioral problems. At a very early age, I discovered what a joy it was to work with children and be a positive impact in their lives through the BODY program at my middle school, read his profile, which has since been taken down from the site. He has six years, many childcare experience, spanning from ages three months to 14, including special needs. He thinks the reason he connected easily with the kids was because he's not just there to supervise, he participates. According to sources, this is a case of shattered innocence and precious childhood that were robbed from 17 little boys. These children will never know the people they were truly intended to be because their childhood was suddenly and inexplicably interrupted not by a wolf at the door, but by a predator masquerading as God sent. Orange County District Attorney Todd Splitzer said in a statement. What are your thoughts on this? Kindly leave your comments on our email address. Thank you. Fox News by Stephen Sorres, November 21st, 2023. Pennsylvania man stalked estranged wife before failed attempt to kidnap, rape, and murder her. District Attorney Office, a man accused of stalking his estranged wife before his fault alleged attempt to kidnap, rape, and murder her on Sunday. The Montgomery County District Attorney's Office said Geoffrey K. Conway Sr., 52, stabbed his soon-to-be ex-wife in the leg multiple times around 10.45 a.m. in the parking lot of the King of Prussia, Walmart. Upper Merion Township Police responded to a domestic assault in progress and found the victim in the parking lot after she managed to escape her car. The suspect was found in a neighbour parking lot with a large metal pick sticking out of his sweatshirt pocket and black zip ties in the shape of handcuffs, according to officials. Officers found other disturbing items inside the suspect's pickup truck, including several piercing tools, a blindfold duct tape, knives, pliers, and other tools. One piercing tool had the victim's name written on it, the District Attorney's Office said. A court order issued after the suspect's stalking arrest on October 31, 2023, and a two-page note in a sealed Manila envelope were also found in the vehicle. K. Conway had been released on $5,000 on a secured bail following that arrest. Authorities said the court order had a note scribbled at the bottom, reading, I have 1.5 months to kill that bitch. I've killed her 17 times if I wanted. What a week. sick system. The note in the Manila envelope was labelled read Loss and began with a statement that by now, both he and the victim are dead, according to the authorities. It's it detailed how... He stalked his estranged wife and how he was going to rape and kill the victim. Investigators said they learned that K. A. Conway had placed this tracking device on the victim's car and had followed her to the Walmart parking lot before assaulting her and attempting to abduct her on Sunday. The most dangerous time for a victim of domestic violence is when she leaves her abuser, District Attorney Kevin Steele said. This case demonstrates just how dangerous domestic violence is including stalking behavior K War. K contract with attempted murder attempted kidnapping attempted rape aggravated assault stalking and other charges He was denied bail and taken to the Montgomery County Correctional Facility ahead of a preliminary hearing scheduled for December the 11th 2023 what are your thoughts on this particular newsroom? Leave your comments. Thank you. BBC News, 20th of November, 2023, by Sanchez Berg and Katie Eman. I paid £30,000 to protect my child from her pedophile dad. When her daughter's father was sent to prison for child sexual abuse, Bethan was horrified to discover he could still be allowed access to their child after he was released. It was a risk she wasn't willing to take. Outside the Cardiff courtroom, a smartly dressed young woman sits waiting anxiously. Bethan had never been inside a family court before, but she is here to try to protect her child, whose father had been convicted of pedophile offences and is currently in jail. When he was sentenced some months ago, he was given an order banning him from any future contact with children but that ban does not prevent him from seeking contact with his own child. He and Bethan were married when their daughter was born, and so he retains parental rights, allowing him at least a say over the child's health, education and living arrangements. Bethan is absolutely petrified about what will happen once he is freed from prison. She fears he might take their daughter out of school one day without her knowledge, and the only way to get the child back will be to go through the family court, and while he has their child, he could do to her what he did to the other children, he abused. You will never forgive yourself, she says. With the support of her parents, Bethan had taken the exceptional step of asking the court to remove her ex-husband's parental rights and ban all contact, direct, indirect, and through social media, until that daughter turns 18. Despite the severity of her former partner's grant, Bethan has been advised this process is likely to be difficult. She describes him as manipulative and fears he will be able to convince the court of his remorse. She is not entitled to legal aid and even before the first hearing the costs for her solicitor and barrister are already mounting. Bethan's case will be heard at a family court where disputes between parents often involving vulnerable children are handled. Until recently, cases had been heard in private and journalists have not been permitted to report them. But since January 2023, accredited reporters have been allowed inside family courts in Leeds, Cardiff, allowing closer scrutiny of the actions of local authorities and the courts subject to strict rules of anonymity. BBC News had been following Bethan's case for the last six months. Bethan sits behind a partition in court so she cannot be seen the father of a child who has no lawyer appears via video link from prison shown on a big screen he looks small sitting behind a long table with papers spread out in front of him a social worker from CAF CAS, the children and family court advisory service for Wales, is also there Bethan's former partner tells the court he accepts he is in prison for crimes of a very serious nature and says he wants to be present for his child, so she wants to have a relationship with him. He has been writing letters to her every week, which he cannot currently send. Later, he makes what appears to be a heartfelt appeal. He is a father who loves his child without end, he says, his voice breaking as he tells the court he wishes he could be there for his daughter. For Bethan, It is just unbearable to listen to and incredibly painful to try to reconcile this man with the horrors that he had put those children through. Bethan's child is one of more than 80,000 caught up in private family law proceedings. In 2022, the average private family law case in England and Wales took around 10 months or almost 45 weeks. It is a system in crisis, according to the Law Society. But the rights of a parent are absolute in law and can only be managed through court order, explains Hannah McCam, Casey, chair of the Family Law Bar Association. Even if somebody is in prison for very serious pedophile offences, they retain the parental responsibility, she says, describing Bethan as brave for going through with this. Over the coming weeks, the social worker spends time with Bethan and her daughter and visits the father in jail. The case progresses quickly and Bethan is back at Cardiff Family Justice Centre three months later. The social worker's report is highly critical of Bethan's ex-husband. He appears to break down and says he is sorry he cannot be the father his child deserves before thanking the court. He hopes he can be reassessed when he is released and requests an annual report detailing how his daughter is doing. As the case progresses, Bethan's legal bills continue to stack up. To help her with the fees, her parents extended the mortgage on their home, something that would significantly change their future, but their priority is protecting the family. I feel sorry for people who can't afford that money, Bethan's father says. They are in a horrible situation. The case has taken over all their lives, but compared to many other family court cases, it is moving fast. The final hearing date is in less than two weeks. Back in court, the judge summarizes the social worker's findings. Bethan is hugely relieved. They decide her daughter should always live with her while her former partner's parental responsibility is comprehensively restricted, as well as the crimes for which he is in jail. The judge says the man has also admitted watching child sexual abuse material featuring incest and grooming a vulnerable young person is an extremely high risk, the judge says, and does not allow the father's request for yearly reports, a barring other which will make it more difficult for Bethan's ex-husband to apply to change Judge's decision once his release from prison is granted. He will be informed if his daughter is terminally ill or if they have moved to a different country, but not where they are. For Bethan, who has spent hours researching family law and who had read many accounts from parents who do not get the decision they hoped for, it is an enormous relief. I was just so grateful, she says. Bethan's parents are very pleased too. For the first time in three years, they freed my daughter to be able to raise her child in a normal, happy, healthy way, Bethan's mother says. We can't explain how excruciatingly painful it had been. As well as the emotional impact of bringing the case, it has also come at a significant price, costing more than £30,000. The family believe others could avoid similarly costly court cases if the law is changed to automatically suspend parental rights from pedophiles when they are sentenced and only restore them if the offender applies to a family court. The Ministry of Justice told the BBC they are carefully reviewing their approach to parental access to make sure all children are kept safe. For Anna McCann Casey, changing legal aid could be a quicker, more effective way to enable more parents like Bethan to go to court, and she hopes this case will serve as a precedent. The more it's published and talked about, the more it will educate other people know this is the right thing to do she says. Bethan and her parents believe the presence of journalists in court under the new transparency scheme had really benefited them and will also be helpful to others in future. Now Bethan says her child can have a normal childhood and she can be safe and one day Bethan says she will tell her child about her father sensitively and carefully when she's old enough. What are your thoughts about this story? Leave your comments. Thank you. Independent News by Athena Stavra. Monday 20th of November, 2023. Woman raped in church grounds while walking home from night out. An appeal had been launched after a woman was raped in a churchyard while walking home from a night out in Oxford. The attack happened between 3 a.m. and 3.30 a.m. on Sunday morning in the grounds of St. Clements Church, Thames Valley Police said. The 20-year-old victim was walking back from the city center and was approached by a man who took her into the churchyard. As she was then raped, the force added, Detectives want to speak to people leaving the half-moon nightclub who may have spoken to the victim or her alleged attacker outside the nested agents on St. Clements Street. Detective Chief Inspector James Hosman, investigating the incident, said, Prior to the offense taking place, we believe that the offender and victim were outside Taylor's estate agents in St Clement Street and were spoken to by members of the public who had left the Halfmoon nightclub we are particularly interested in talking to these people were you in the vicinity of Maston Road and the entrance to St Clement's Church between 3am and 3:30 were you in the vicinity of the Halfmoon nightclub in St Clement Street at around 3am this morning and did you witness an encounter between a male and female outside Taylor's estate agents Officers investigated the incident throughout Sunday, and the victim is being supported by specially trained officers at this time. This is likely to cause a great deal of concern to people, says the police. But I would like to reassure everyone that we are conducting a thorough investigation. I also like to reassure people that we believe this was an isolated incident, Mr. Helsman added. If you've got the footage of this information on your dash cam footage. Kindly forward it to the please. Call 101 quoting reference number 43230520207 or make a report online. What are your thoughts on this newsroom? Leave your comments. Thank you. Mirror News 14th of November 2023. News by Philip Dewey ran Fahe. Couples who raped and sexually assaulted girl after drugging her jail for 32 years, Simon Patson, 44, and Rebecca Dahl, 39, carried out a disgusting campaign of sexual abuse against their victim when she was under the age of 13. A sentencing hearing at Cardiff Crown Court was told a couple who raped a little girl on several occasions were told they tortured. Accumulated and destroyed her as a judge branded them two of the most degenerate individuals to have appeared before this court. They abused their victim while she was under the age of 13. The grim details of the horrific abuse were heard in court where prosecutors proved that Darrow had held the girl down while Patson raped her. They also had sex with each other in front of her. The twisted pair had denied sexually abusing the girl but were found guilty at trial they maintained that they were innocent and have not denied responsibility for the life-changing effects they had on their victim she told them in court i hate myself and i hate you at cardiff crown court a sentencing hearing heard how they ran the gamut of depravity Parsons, who was said to have an unhealthy relationship with sex reportedly had a museum great collection of sex toys the girls piled with drugs to bring the child to their level and she was offered promises of reward in exchange for the sexual activity but a depraved pedophile patsons also threatened to kill her if she told anyone about the abuse reports wales online in his sentencing remarks judge david wean morgan said the fact speaks for themselves and what they say is that you are two of the most the generate individuals to have appeared before this court. The evidence of the victim is that you have both caused incalculable harm to her in the pursuit of your perverted sexual gratification. You treated her as some animated sex toy. In a victim personal statement read to the court by prosecutor Matthew Roberts, the girl said, I have fought and continue to fight until today. Justice has finally been served. It caused torture, stress, and anxiety, and I found it hard. Humiliated, people know what happened, and feel ashamed and humiliated. My family had to listen to what sick things you did. You made me out to be a liar. I shouldn't have had to suffer from something you have done. I've known from the start you never take the blame or own up to what you did. You have traumatized me for the rest of my life. I would have become a happy person if this hadn't happened, and I can only dream of the stress. An anxiety-free person I could have been. Night terrors, memories and flashbacks have taken over my life. You act as if it never happened. I've had my life torn apart and turned upside down. The court heard the victim had mental health issues and she had tried to end her own life. She added, it's not life for anyone to leave. I have to live with this for the rest of my life and I'm still trying to put myself together even to this day. I will never be the same. I never deserved this. The feeling of being so isolated and alone, I hope no one ever feels. I carry shame and guilt every day, even when I'm asleep, and it scares me. You have damaged me inside and out from the moment it started and the rest of my life. I cannot form relationships or live a normal life. I hate myself and I hate you. The constant stress, anxiety, and loneliness makes me sad. I will never forget not even when I take my last breath You damaged every aspect of my life. You could. I have hated every second of this. And it's not a life I dreamed of as a little girl. It's me who has to live with it 24-7. You've tortured, humiliated and destroyed me. I survived your evilness and have become so strong. But I don't know who I am anymore. I'm a lost little girl who got put through so much. And it's your fault. It's my time to start living life. Patterson's of Allington Crescent. Len Romney, Cardiff, was found guilty of two counts of rape, four counts of sexual assault on a child under 13, one count of assault by penetration, four counts of causing a child under 13 to engage in sexual activity, and three counts of engaging in sexual activity in the presence of a child. Doe of Treadwilling Road, Ruggestone, Newport, was found guilty of two counts of aiding and abetting rape Four counts of causing a child under 13 to engage in sexual activity, three counts of sexual assault of a girl under 13, and four counts of engaging in sexual activity in the presence of a child. In mitigation, Karen Rees Casey for Patterson said her client continues to deny the offenses. She said he has experienced his first experience of the prison system which has had a hard, grave impact on him. The barrister said he was previously a hardworking man up to these offences. David Elias Casey Fodeau, said his client, who also continues to deny the offences, was previously in an abusive relationship and was the victim of a serious domestic violence. Judge Wayne Morgan said both defendants forced the victim to relieve the abuse by taking the case to trial and had subjected her to cross-examination. He also described Patterson as a significant risk to members of the public. He was sentenced to 16 years imprisonment with an extended license period of eight years. Doe was also sentenced to 16 years imprisonment. Both defendants were serve two thirds of their custodial sentences before they are eligible for parole. They were both made subject to sexual harm prevention orders and restraining orders. What are your thoughts on this particular news route? Kindly leave your comments at email address. abuse at gmail.com Thank you. Independent Newspapers, Tuesday 14th of November 2023 by Emily Rose, Middle East reporter. Israel investigating several cases of sexual assault and rape during Hamas attack. Police say the investigation is particularly complex because gun battles between Israeli forces and Hamas had gone on for days. Police in Israel also are investigating several cases of sexual assault and rape during the Hamas attack last month. The probe was complex and will likely take months, Chief Superintendent David Katz of the National Union for Serious and Organized Crime said at police headquarters in Beit, Shemesh. He also showed video testimony from a young woman who attended the Supernova Music Festival in southern Israel, which was attacked by Hamas, leaving 260 people killed. The woman in the video, her face blurred, described watching another woman get ripped before being shot. I couldn't understand what I saw, she said, adding that she survived the Hamas attack by pretending to be dead. The investigation is particularly complex. Because gun battles between Israeli forces and Hamas militants have gone on for days at some of the suspected crime scenes, said Mr. Card. Some of the victims are dead while survivors are struggling with trauma. It's much more complicated because there is the matter of time that passed since the actions until we could reach the bodies, Mr. Card said. Second of all, the trauma for the victims. It will take time, Mr. Card said, until survivors will be able to express their ordeal. We have other solid information about crimes, including sexual assaults, from eyewitnesses, from forensics, which we are still examining, from statements from other participants. But when it comes to documenting sexual assault, officials said it will be hard to gather evidence and that it's also challenging to get people to come forward. In the immediate aftermath of the attack, first responders were trying to identify the victims in an active combat zone, which lasted for 48 hours making it hard to properly gather and preserve evidence, they said. Around 1,200 people were killed, according to Israeli tallies, and some 240 people were taken hostage, including children after Hamas gunmen crossed the border, attacked Israeli towns and villages. Israel says some 1,500 Hamas militants were killed during the fighting, and many others fled back to Gaza. But Israel says it is holding hundreds of captured militants, in response to the attack on 7th of October 2023, Israel has vowed to wipe out Hamas, launching air, sea, and ground offensive that has killed more than 11,000 people, including many children, according to medical officials in Hamas, around Gaza. What are your thoughts on this? Kindly leave your comments. Thank you. Hollywood Life by James Crowley, 15th of November, 2023. This is Kanye West's wife, Bianca Sensory's family reportedly want her to wake up about him controlling her. During a return trip to Australia, the rapper's new wife was reportedly confronted by her family about her marriage to the rapper. Bianca Sensory's family are not fans of her husband Kanye West. According to a new report from Daily Mail released on Tuesday, November the 14th, sources close to the situation revealed that during a trip home to Australia, Bianca, 28, was confronted by her family in relation to her marriage, to Ye, 46. Loved ones reportedly staged an intervention and raised their concerns to her. During the trip, a source told the outlet that Bianca reunited with two friends she hadn't seen since she married the runaway rapper. Apparently, the meeting went well. Everyone is just glad that they finally were able to get through to Bianca, the insider said. Her friends let her know exactly how they feel, and they told her that she needs to wake the F up. The source also explained that the architect is beginning to see some red flags in her relationship. She knows that she has shut out those close to her, and she's also starting to see through the smoky mirrors of her marriage, they said. She's aware of Kanye's controlling ways, and she's starting to see things from an outside perspective. Kanye and Bianca got married in secret in January. While not many details about their relationship have been made public, a source did reveal that the rapper has a very specific set of rules for his wife, including what to eat and wear, according to an October report from Daily Mail. The insider revealed that she was also told not to talk and that her loved ones were worried. She has no mind of her own anymore and she obeys him because he has convinced her that they are royal, they said. While the recent trip down under was a solo outing for Bianca, Kanye did reportedly fly down with her to meet his new in-laws shortly after the two of them tied the knot in January. It was reported that he went to see the place where she grew up at, at the time of the report by the Herald. What are your thoughts on this newsreel? Leave your comments at our email address, gmail.com. Thank you. This has been your host, Grace Opa for Rise Above Shadows of Abuse, Raza. See you on our next show. Take care. Be safe and be positive. Bye for now.